At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Damn these Biloxi blues. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not Summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No I don't care in my way For another place And I got Three good tires And a spare Right to the hook right here Just a white line Gypsy getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there Low Budget Live, not so live, from the low-budget live bar and grill. And it's good to good to virtually see all you low-life and son-of-a-guns out there. If you are new to this program, that is a song called Biloxi Blues. And if you find yourself liking this program, you're now a low-lifer. So, welcome. Welcome OG low-lifers. Welcome new low-lifers. Welcome. Welcome. And, and if you're just sliding in here to just take a little, just a little peek to see what I'm doing, because you heard, man, this guy, I don't like this guy. I'm going to watch it. Welcome to. You're a low lifer too now. Whether you want to be or not, if you watch it all the time, you're a low lifer. I know you. I see y'all out there. I see y'all out there. This is the podcast for Monday, November 2nd. And uh, thank goodness, man, we are one more month down in this year of 2020, and we are Sliding towards 2021 And we're sliding towards this election being over Thank God And uh, all the craziness I hate you because you're voting for this guy This guy's better than this guy And I'm going to do this Over it And by the way I'd like to say this Me and Tanner Lyons Who was in town this week Shooting a Boats and Pros We were talking about this I'm a lot older than Tanner 37 years young Tanner's about 23 and in my lifetime, we were talking about this, I've never seen it more like, vote, 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 vote. Every time, like, I open my refrigerator and the milk says, vote. I'm like, what? What are we doing? Targeted ads about voting. Hey, vote. Hey, have you voted? Vote. Hey, vote, 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 vote. And voting is very important. I'm just saying, I've never felt this full court press like we are in uh, 2020. It's it's uh, crazy to me. So I'm just ready for it to be over with on, on that front. Just uh, so they quit telling me to vote. Just quit telling me to vote. Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, vote. Hey, here's somebody twerking. Now go vote. 
It's crazy. Oh, me. So we are, uh, we're just a couple days away. Uh, one day away, as you are listening to this. I'm recording this on a Sunday afternoon, so we're a couple days away. Uh, coming off the heels of Halloween. Hope y'all all had fun with that, man. I know I did. Uh, I dressed up this year. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, shame on you uh, folks that don't. But if you saw along, uh, the Triple Threat and I, my wife, Marissa D., we dressed up as the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Miss Elizabeth. And it was a time. We went over to uh, to my dad's place. My, my mom was a gigantic Halloween fan, always. She went... All in. I talked about this last year. All in on Halloween, man. Dressing up and uh, in her office that she worked in always. That was uh, one of our our community, like, very special things for a lot of people. She worked in the courthouse, and people would go by there and see her. So my dad this year, he's like, hey, let's have a Halloween shindig. Of course, with COVID, couldn't really invite a lot of people over. So it's mainly just a family shindig. But we all dressed up last night, had an awesome time, cooked some chili. And, uh, and, and I was full on... Macho man, Randy Savage all night. And as a as a kid that grew up in the 80s and early 90s watching that wrestling, I, I was feeling myself a little bit. I had the boots. I, I'll post a picture up right here if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, but very, very, very full of the macho man attitude last night. Very full of it. And uh, good times. Good times. So... Uh, that, that kind of capped a really busy week. As I mentioned, Tanner Lyons was in town. We filmed a Boats and Pros with Mr. Randy Howe, and uh, I think y'all are really going to love this one. It, it, was, uh, it was real special, man. I, I've known Randy for a long time and know his story, but he, he, he told me some things I didn't know, and uh, we did it on Lake Gunnersville where obviously he lives, but he won the classic in 14. And it was just a, it was a special, special episode. And we should have that out hopefully in the next week or so. Really excited to get those back going. And uh, Randy will be a good one to kick that series back into gear. So uh, had, had a, a great time filming with Randy. Had a great time. Had Tanner here all week pretty much. And uh, it was an awesome week. I don't know if you saw uh, last weekend, I went to... Apalachicola, Florida, via private plane, because I am bougie, as Harper would say, my lovely daughter. Actually, I'm not. I'm not bougie at all. Never flown private anything in my life. But uh, one of my sponsors, Atomic Transport, uh, Mr. Shane McCauley, y'all hear me talk about him on here, invited me down to come do some red snapper fishing. He had a very limited schedule, so did I, and we we jumped on a plane and went down there last weekend. So, man, it's been a it's been a it's always a crazy week, but it's been really busy and crazy, and that kind of kicked it off. I got back Sunday night, rolled right into the week. We dropped LD in the MC, the first one. Um, most of you seem to have enjoyed it. More to come on that. We are working on our second episode now, the Zoom uh, episodes, because we're not able to be together. Dave is in Canada. He will actually be in Texas this week for Lake Fork Texas Fest with the Elite Series. But uh, we're trying to work out our technical uh, idiocy because Dave and I are both technologically challenged at times. Me, probably more so than Dave, but we are doing this podcast via Zoom, so trying to get that going. So thank, But thank you guys for, uh, for watching that. Really, really, really much appreciated there on that. All right, I want to say a huge thank you, as always, to the fine folks at StarTron and StarBright. Uh, cleaning solutions, StarTron kicking ethanol in the teeth for many, many years now in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, getting it out of your outboard engine. Nobody wants to be bowed up on the bank trying to figure out why your motor won't start. Little dab will do you. Put you some StarTron in there, kick ethanol in the teeth, StarBright cleaning products, making your boat look fresh all the time. Many thanks to those guys right there. Many thanks also to the fine folks at Sims Fishing Products for making quality outdoor gear. Tanner and I got out on the water in a freaking monsoon one day this week. And I can tell you right now, the Pro Dry does just that. Keeps you very dry. It was some of the worst rain I fished in uh, in a quite a long time, and it's because it was a uh, part of a hurricane. So <laughs> we decided to go out for a couple hours, and so we tested out the Pro Dry. Very, very impressed with that rain suit. 
And uh, I am here to remind all you lowlifers, you get one life. Fish it, Will. I like that. I love that. Y'all know I love that. And last but certainly not least this week, we want to remind you that the official boat of Low Budget Live is the Express 21 Pro Aluminum Boat Performance Bass Boat. And I will be getting that bad boy sooner than later. And I want to thank those folks for being the official boat of Low Budget Live. We just got to get one in the shop coming very soon. And, and during those sponsor reads, if you heard that, I feel like you heard that, my brother, it is the youth deer weekend, deer season. We haven't got to go. Busy weekend. Kids playing sports, basketball. Uh, my boys playing middle school basketball. And my brother is in my backyard right now sighting in a deer rifle. <laughs> Kaboom. Just heard that there during the express read. So uh, my apologies to the folks from express. All right. Moving on. Get all that business out the way. I'm excited today. We've got, a, we've got an awesome guest that I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to having on, and we will get there, but let's move on into the fishing news. I say all that about how busy and excited and everything I am because I, I got to point something out. Got to point something out. So y'all know me. I, I, am, uh, I, I try to be honest. I try to tell it like I see it, whether that's right, wrong, or indifferent. Some people love it. A lot of people hate it, right? So last week I was talking about scheduling and how hard scheduling is. Scheduling, 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 scheduling. And it is a very difficult thing. And I was talking about BPT had released their schedule and some people were like, oh, it's the same likes and, and that, that whole thing. And uh, it is very difficult. Um, and I actually liked the schedule. And I said that on here. There was something that was glaring at me that I missed several messages about it and then there's talk about it in in the industry this week and i just totally like uh i was truly fixing to get on a private plane to go fishing guys so (laughs) i was nervous and excited uh but i missed the glaring fact that uh major league fishing bass pro tour they scheduled on top of the bassmaster classic and i and i missed that and uh i just honestly don't pay attention to the dates that closely and then uh you know dealing with MPFL stuff, you know, their scheduling. I just, you know, not thinking. And they scheduled on top of the Bassmaster Classic in Dallas, Texas. And, you know, that sucks. It it just, you know, and everybody, oh, he's always critical, but, or negative about MLF. It, 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 It just sucks. It sucks because it sucks for the companies in the industry that pay a lot of those MLF BPT pros to be a part of that classic expo. And and look, this has been talked about for a couple of years that this was going to happen. So anybody tells you, anybody that says that they're not, you know, obviously bass is their competition, but anybody that tells you that's not like their primary thing, like they're, it's a lie. Like that's their deal. The blue and yellow company that is mentioned way more than it should be in their meetings. I know this for a fact. So, they, they're really focused up on those guys more than they are anything else. So they scheduled on top of the biggest event in bass fishing history. It is, without question, the biggest tournament that's ever been. And then, and for me, this doesn't grow the sport. This doesn't help grow the sport. And the reason it doesn't is because you're just putting blinders on and acting like that tournament's not even going on because you don't want your anglers to be a part of it in any way. It's just tacky, it's stupid, and it's petty. It is. Um, you know, I had a, I had a long conversation with a with an MLF angler that's a very very opposed. Going to try to get him on uh, very soon, but very opposed to a lot of my my opinions and views. And we had this long conversation, and and he was saying, you know, you you Luke Duncan have a chance to like bring everything together. You could um, very much you know unite the fishing industry instead of dividing it because you're opinionated about things MLF. You know they do. Uh, and I don't, I don't disagree with that, but it's, it's, and, and he was basically laying it on me and, and we had a great conversation. This guy is definitely going to be a guest and I'm not saying this really in a negative light, but kind of putting it on me that, you know, you could be this, this guy that brings it all together. Nobody can bring these organizations together as long as this stupid crap like this keeps happening. And you're just like, we are BPT, the only game in town. No, you're not. You're not. Uh, you know, FLW and Bass always coexisted. 
There were probably times they wanted to kill each other, just like any other business, but they coexisted. And this thing is vendetta-driven, and it's just nasty, man. It's just nasty, in my opinion. And I think it sucks for the fans of the entire sport. It sucks for sponsors that pay a lot of guys. I know sponsors of mine that this week said, well, I pay this guy X amount of money, and now he's not going to be one of the biggest shows of the year. You know, we'll see um, if they're even – it was a classic expo. <laughs> I mean, with all this going on, we've seen, you know, boat shows canceled already, the Miami boat show. Who knows? But that that's an exception to the rule. You're still scheduling on top of the biggest event and trying to act like it's not there. And that's just it's just dumb. And most of the guys within that organization, owners and everything, they're classic champs. They're former classic champs, uh, right down to Boyd Duckett himself. And that event made their careers. And now you're acting like it doesn't happen or that Red Crest is a bigger, better deal. It's just silly, man. It's silly. You got to, you know, you got to call it what it is. And whether you, like, they've got a lot of cool things going on. They've got problems. And it's the same with Bass. They got a lot of cool things going on. They've got, they got issues. It, it's, it's just pro tournament bass fishing it's just always been that way probably always will be but this does not grow the sport another thing that doesn't grow the sport and this is rumor i don't know this to be a fact i know this was discussed but they're saying that in 2022 i'm hearing some flw guys had some reach out to me saying that the flw the pro circuit the tackle warehouse pro circuit will be knocked down to 75 boats cut in half so some more of that uh growing the sport stuff right there so i i don't know and I, i'm assuming it's because you're going to have some guys not requalify for bpt they need a little you know softer landing spot <laughs> uh when they don't requalify i guess and they don't want to fight through 150 boats they want a smaller field so you're gonna have two very small fields at the top of flw i don't know changes by the week but uh but i just wanted to say i did miss that I uh, got some comments. Hey, man, you've gone soft on us. No, I just missed it. I just didn't realize. Honestly, didn't think that they would be that stupid. But here we are again um, talking about it. In awesome non-stupid fishing news, I want to say a huge congratulations to someone that's a dear friend of mine. Uh, I've worked with her for many years in the fishing industry. She's a great person, a great mother. Uh, and that is Miss Melinda Hayes and Melinda won the BFL regional um, out in, I believe it was at Table Rock Lake. And she also was co-angler of the year in the Arky division. And man, that is, uh, that is, that's hard to do. And she was the first woman to ever win a BFL regional. She's a great angler regardless of her gender. And uh, she, she really works hard in this industry. She always has. She's worked, you know, for, uh, a couple very large companies and uh she's she's a good person so uh congratulations to her and i was happy to see um melinda's very outspoken uh <laughs> to say the least like me at times and I, I was proud to see that she got some press via flw for that win that she had and she there was a great article that they put up there uh about melinda and I'm 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 very proud to uh, to say that she uh, she kicks some butt. She kicks some butt. So congratulations. I, I love. I hate that whole woman versus man angler thing. You know, we say woman angler, man. But but truly, she man because that gets messy. I'm going to do an entire episode on that at some point. I've got a really great guest lined up that I'm not even going to say right now for that kind of episode. But because these women that dive in there and are actually like not thirst traps and like, look, I caught one with their thongs and they get 300,000 likes and all that stuff. Um, like it's, it, it's, it's good. Like it's good when they get in there and they grind and they work and they catch them, man. There, there's, there's a lot of great female anglers out there that love it and don't, you know, put their boobs out there all the time <laughs> and i love boobs let's just say let's just say that right here right like uh just like all, all the other men but i do think it's crazy that you have people that work very hard men included in the sport and then it's like look i caught this one with boobs and it's like here's a paycheck <laughs> this is bizarre to me but uh i guess it's dude's fault it's our fault as guys because we're like 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 <laughs> we like the thirst traps but damn man uh it's good to see melinda 
uh, win that tournament and so many awesome women anglers out there. And uh, I know some of y'all listen to this and hats off to you. Keep kicking ass. All of yous. All of yous. Moving on to uh, Bassmaster news, man. So last week I recorded early and the Central Open at Neely Henry had not finished yet. But congratulations to Cody Bird for winning that, getting him a trip to the Classic in his home state. Cody's been at this game for a very, very, very long time. He's a great angler. Uh, fished FLW for many years. He's fished bass for many years. But Cody got a got a big win there. And Matt Robertson on him. Matt finished second in that event. It looked like he was going to win it, had a chance to win. Matt ends up second. But yesterday – he pulls out the W up at Lake Cherokee in the Eastern Bassmaster Open, punches his ticket to the Classic, jumps up into the points for that Elite Series bit. And, dude, that has made – there's a lot of storylines in the Bassmaster Opens right now. If you're not paying attention, you need to be paying attention because there, there are a lot of great storylines within that, and I'm probably even missing some. But Matt had all of his tackles stolen. Y'all know we had him on here and the Elite Series is his number one goal. Now he gets to go back to his second Classic – just right there with two tournaments to go, uh, capturing his dreams. One of the most hard-nosed, hard-working anglers in this thing. He's so real, and I love, love Matt Robertson. And I, I was so pumped that he won that tournament. And any of y'all that listen to him on this podcast, you got to be pumped for that guy. So congratulations to Matt. And in that points race, something that <laughs> happened this week really crazy is Jason Christie, who made the the top 10 at Neely Henry in the Central Open, had over a 100-point lead in that Falcon uh, Angler of the Year deal that they're doing for the combined divisions. And it looked like he was just going to run away with it. He had a rough tournament. Cherokee was rough on a lot of people. That is a tough, tough, tough fishery any time of the year other than probably just around the spawn. Very tough event. Weighed two fish, two days. Very tough event. He drops out Justin Atkins catches them like he's been catching them, like his life depends on it. And Justin has now taken over the lead in that with two events to go by a small margin, couple points out. Mark Frazier, the brother of Micah Frazier from the Elite Series, Mark is blasting them too. He's in third, and then Matt Robertson's in fourth. So really interested, man, Those the points. You got Brian New trying to make it. You got Scott Martin. You got you know, Greg Hackney in the mix in the opens. You got Jacob Rosnick fishing those. And I've had a lot of people reach out and say, do you think Jason Christie, Justin, you think those guys are trying to get back to, you know, get to the Elite Series? Yes. Yes. 1,000% yes. They're not fishing eight tournaments just to fish eight tournaments. You know, there are some BPT guys that are fishing those that that aren't trying to make that jump. I don't, I don't, I don't think, but I do know that so there are some of those that very much are not going back to the Bass Pro Tour next year, very much so. So proofs in the pudding. Just, just look, and you can kind of tell. Uh, but I get a lot of messages about that. Also, there's some rumbling. You know, will Bass open it up uh, to other people? We'll see. You know. There are going to be a lot of guys, or guys, you know, the Todd Castledine, Bradley Holm, Andrew Upshaw, a lot of guys that were very, Brian Latimer, very vocal about leaving FLW that aren't up there in that points. You know, they could still make it, but they're they're out. So, you know, are there exceptions? Are there, there are things? Are there going to be legends exemptions? Are there, you know, what's going to happen? Texting our guest right now. All right, so uh, who knows, man? I, I've, I'm, there's rumblings and stirrings there. You know, of course, Bass, they're, they're letting everybody requalify for the Elite Series, and, and for me, I felt like that was kind of like, okay, so nobody can get upset uh, if, you, if you do that, and then maybe they pick and choose some guys. I think the opens field is so strong that if you're Bass, you just keep making the Elite Series that much stronger you add those guys in. Uh, they're very strict about their qualification. Of course, look, you got, you know, uh, some Elite Series guys in the mix in those opens as well, so the spots will dip down. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting after that first week in December down at Lay Lake to see how that all shakes out, you know, who is where. 
And, you know, 2021 is going to be – in the fishing world, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy to see. But you definitely got, you know, guys like Atkins and and Christy up there. They're going to get a spot, you know, unless something crazy happens. But Scott Martin's definitely in the mix in the Eastern Opens and in the overall points. They're all right there, and there's going to be some double qualifying, which I think, you know, for me was very smart on Bass's part because if you win the points in that dual Angler of the Year thing that they're doing – you're probably going to be in the top four in those other divisions, so they get to call down the list. They get more anglers that way, and I think that uh, they're very – I think that I feel like that was strategic and going to be very interesting. Going to be very interesting, to say the least. Speaking of interesting, here we go. Let me give me a drink. Let's get a drink. Let's reset a camera. Shall we? We shall. Okay. My guest today is a cool cat, man. And I say that only from what I know online. I I, I don't know a ton about him, but uh, keep up with him. Follow, follow along with him. And uh, he has won almost $300,000 with Bass, B-A-S-S, you know what I'm talking about? Bassmaster. He has won almost $300,000 this was a crazy stat for me. And 32 events, I want to ask him about this as well. 32 events, he has placed in the money 28 times. That's staggering to me. He is the recent winner of the Lake Chickamauga Bassmaster Elite Series. He has, in my opinion, the coolest sponsors in fishing. And his name is Mr. Lee Livesey. And we are going to get him on the phone right now. Freaking now. Here we go. Hello. Lee Livesey, how are you? This is Luke Duncan and Low Budget Live. What's up, man? How are you? <laughs> man, I'm great. It's uh it's good to finally connect with you on the show. I know uh we we talked via Instagram. Everybody talks via Instagram, I think, these days, but we talked on Instagram after you won, and I knew you were doing you got to do the circuit, right? You got to do Bass U, and you got to do Stray Cast, and you got to do everything. So I'm like, let let you get that out of your system, and then I'll <laughs> then I'll come around here on this backside do another interview, man. So I, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem, man. Well, dude, so this is a uh, this is kind of a big week, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is an important one. I, I do have a derby starting tomorrow. I need to show. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm up here at my marine dealership at Ships Marine in Glaywater, Texas, right now. With my buddy JD pulling my boat out of the, the shop right now, so I'm a little <laughs> bit behind. <laughs> so I'll I'll just jump right in. So this year has been it's been a tough one on you, man. You've had some freak stuff happen, like the deal at Santee Cooper hung on a stump. Don't make it back to weigh in. You're late. It's kind of been an up and down year. And and your rookie year, you were very consistent. But I think you're sitting in the in the sixties in the points right now, which is not a place I know that you wanted to find yourself. Then oh, you have oh. then you have this breakout win at Chickamauga. It's got to feel amazing, right? Definitely, for sure. But I, I think that I think it would be fair to say this is this is just me. And you tell me, I, have you already kind of looked past Chickamauga a little bit, though, and your your sight set on Fork this week because the the winner of this event gets to go to the classic there in your home state. So is that is, is Chickamauga behind you and just a just a trophy now? And you're oh, and you're focused I, on I, this I, week. I haven't thought about Chickamauga since since they gave me the trophy. To be honest, man, I, the good the good thing there was I had an open that had already started that day, so I, I drove overnight, didn't sleep, straight into another open at Neely Henry. You know, had a good finish there and and made it home. I've been down in Mexico and hunting on some ranches the last two days and drinking a lot of beer and other beverages and not thinking about nothing. I'm about to get all my all my stuff in line and, and going to go full bore into this one. So it's, it's, uh, it's winter die on Lake Fork. And then I have one more central open after that on Louisville. So it's, it's, it is what it is. I have to win to get in. I'm not worried about anything else. Yeah. Chickamauga is great. hundred grand is great in the bank and, and great for business too. And very, very proud and excited about that. But right now all the focus is on Lake Fork 
and, and winning, not getting fourth or 10th or 40th. It doesn't matter. I have to win to get in. So that's, that's the deal right now for me is fishing and finding something on a, that I can win with. And I, I think it's fair to say that this is like your classic. This is your classic, man. And it, there's an extra million dollars in the purse in this one too from Toyota. So it, it is what it is. It's like a secondary classic for us. No, no doubt about it. And I, and for those of you that don't keep up with Lee, first of all, shame on you. Shame on you for not keeping up with Lee. But Lee is a guide on Lake Fork. He he makes a living there, has for many years. And so this is this is set up, you know, in his wheelhouse. And, and you had a great tournament at Texas Fest there last year when Brandon Cobb won. But what are what are so for fans listening, what will this week will it be? As tough as these three, you know, you guys fish three of the most brutal back-to-back-to-back tournaments that we'll probably ever see in Bassmaster history, um, and I think there are a lot of factors in that, but will Fork fish that tough, or will it be a little bit better than that just because it's Fork? It's going to be a little bit better, but not a lot, but like you just said, it's a little bit better because it's Fork. We have so many fish, so many big fish you're not going to see the gigantic weights that you see early in the summer and the spring obviously but man we just have so many quality fish in that three to nine pound range that we catch on a regular basis that it's the weights are going to look better we had a good cold front last week so that that helps the cold helps here so the fish ought to be a little bit further along than those last three stops and they ought to be biting a little bit but the size is just nomadic this time of year you know you'll see a lot more of those 12 to, to 16 pound bags uh, hmm. instead of, you know, those, you know, 25 to 35 in the summertime when it's good. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Just, just kind of a fall grinder. Uh, does that, do you, I mean, I think a lot of times in, in pro fishing we see, do you think those tougher events do set up for a, a local? Could it help you? The, the time of year that this one is, I don't have much of an advantage. If it okay. would have been in June, and I, I know so many spots I can pull up and catch 35 to 40 pound bags in the timber that you can't grab, you know, just because I'm yeah. a local. And I, that's where I'd have an advantage. Now, I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not worried. You know, it. I'll take uh, knowledge over no knowledge any day of the week on any body of water I can go to. I mean, everywhere we go, these locals bomb, you know, me, everybody, you know, and it's just, you know, not bomb, but it's like Buddy did good at, at Chickamauga and, but, you know, he didn't win. And you have all this pressure. But a lot of it's just we try to do too much on your home body of water. And I, I've just got to, you know, grip what I think I can win with and, and be be cool staying in a general area and just fishing really hard and throughout the day. Like last year, I jumped around too much. You know so much, you try to hit it all in one day, and that's not, that's not how you do good. There's always that thing in the back of your mind. I know I, I fished, you know, FLWs on Pickwick and Kentucky Lake, and it's like, oh, I, I need to go there. I need to go yeah. there next. And you're not focused on the actual place that you're fishing at the time. You're like, you're you're ready. You're ten ten stops ahead. So I know exactly what you're talking about, man. Well, I, I think I feel like if anybody, and I don't I don't know you that well, but I feel like if anybody can block out being at home and and can just you know, have fun and get a win on their home lake, it would be you, man. It's like you said, you're in Mexico. I'm following along on Instagram. I'm jealous as hell. You're down there with those crazy Canadians drinking yeah. beer. And and I love I love the Johnson boys, been knowing them boys for a while. And but you you seem just like cooler than the other side of the pillow, man. I every time Dave Mercer and I uh were were talking about you before Chick, as a matter of fact. And he was here at the house before he went over there to uh to that event and we were talking about you and I, and I said, man, I don't know Lee that well, but he comes across just everybody pulls for him. I feel like, and, and you, you got, a, you got a big cheering section from fellow elite series anglers, man. I, when you won and when Frank Talley won, I've never seen it, that I can remember that many people make posts about it. And dude, that's gotta feel great. Hey, it does, man. I, I've made a lot of friends along the way and, and, I'm sure there's some enemies out there, but I try not to have any, you know, and I, I, I support everybody on the trail too, not just me. You know, I want to see everybody do good top to bottom, you know, no favorites there. I'm, I'm friends with as many guys that I can that, that don't do me wrong. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. 
And, uh, you know, a lot of that's just, you know, people know my story, man. I've been, you know, I didn't get into it in college. I didn't get into it in high school. I didn't get into it. And when I started guiding, dude, I've been fishing since I was just like a lot of us have, you know, since I was a stick, you yeah. know, not just bass tournament fishing. You know, I didn't have any parents that bass fished or any buddies that bass fished. I did all that on my own, but I've been running trot lines and jug lines and noodling and crappie fishing and pond fishing since, you know, I mean, that's all I've ever done, you know? So just th that pinnacle in my career, a lot of my friends and, you know, guide clientele friends and followers just, I mean, and they were, you know, I, I try to let everybody go with the ride with me. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's a ride, but I, I, you know, I'm winning that thing for everybody from my buddy JD here at Marine that I'm sitting here with to, to you, to my, you know, my old team partners, you know, I, I, I enjoy it with everybody. Yeah, man. It, it was, uh, it was awesome. Awesome to see. And, you know, you saw your emotion come out on stage when they hand you that trophy. And you see that with so many guys. And that's that's one of the most special moments in our sport because, and like Mercer always says, you see all those hours, the blood, sweat, and tears. It all comes out at one point when you get handed that trophy, man. And it's like it's, it's hard to believe that you actually – have one, you know, when that happens. And I, I think that'll be one of many for you, man. And and I, I want to, you're, you're talking about sharing it with people. That leads me kind of my, to my next thing. And I've talked about this on here several times, and I'm sure you've talked about it on other podcasts, but um, people sharing in this with you, you have, without a doubt, the coolest list of sponsors. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says, man. I looked down that list, and I, you know, keeping up with you, but I looked at your official list on Bassmaster this morning, and you have the coolest list. So I want to I read off my favorites, and I'm not trying to leave anybody out because I know there's some great ones, but I'm going to skip over the, 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 the Minn Kota's and the net baits. Sorry, guys. Y'all support Lee, and he appreciates Scum Frog. But let's talk about this. Ballistic Boat Company... Totally, yeah. you know, kind of a out, out there in Idaho thing. Not a lot of people out here know about them uh, other than their social media following. They came on strong, built a really cool boat. So you got Ballistic, Heart of the Heart Whitetails, which is yeah. just, is that where you were drinking beer and, and, and flying around in planes this weekend? That's where we were, man. <laughs> My buddy Clay Powell that runs the ranch, and he flew us down there, and we were actually staying on a mountain called the Hairy Knob. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's the 908th highest peak in Texas, the Hairy Knob. <laughs> okay. All right, so when you were there on the Hairy Knob, you were drinking Michelob Ultra, which is also a sponsor of yours. Correct, yeah. And then and, and then the, the most, the one, because I'm a, I'm a music nut, songwriter play music forever and the one that gets me the most that i'm just infatuated with and they shared you winning on their instagram i thought it was so awesome because these guys are having their careers like yours it's it's, it's right now it's it's their time and that's yep. the band whiskey myers so yeah, they're awesome i need to know how how does lee livesey get Michelob Ultra, and I need, I have to hear the Whiskey Meyer story. How did that come about? Well, the Michelob Ultra deal is actually an Anheuser-Busch contract to okay. R&K Distribution in uh, Longview, Texas, uh, with a guy named Mike Martin. And uh, I just kind of met him uh, through my fiance, and he started doing guide trips with me with his grandkids, and, and that's where the Michelob Ultra deal came from. Okay. And super cool dude, awesome company. I mean, you know, he can't say enough good things about Mike and R&K Distribution. It's awesome. Uh, Whiskey Myers, man. <laughs> I've known Cody, uh, the lead singer, and those guys since they were eight deep in a white Astro van playing for, you know, $200 a night, you know, all across the state of Texas and just traveling, man, grinding it out like you hear every mu musician did back in the day and just, I mean, crammed in there, all their equipment, road manager. I mean, they were probably making $30 a night a piece back then, mm -hmm. you know. And they built up and built up. And my buddy, David Reynolds, owns a bar in McKinney called Hank's Texas. And, man, they, yeah. he would always, when they needed a gig and they needed 800 bucks, man, he, he was always open. And, man, they just played and played and played. And I, I really met him up there through David, to be honest. Now they're from Palestine, Tyler area, right here, about 30 minutes from my house. And we just had that mutual connection, man, and started fishing together, me and Cody. And 
and I, I've just known them forever. Their music's awesome, and man, they, you know, if anybody knows it, man, they've hit the big time for right. what they are. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, man, we make enough money, man. You're gonna, I'm gonna be on your boat if you ever fish the elites, and then boom, I made the elites. And Damn. Really good year last year, and you know they're one of their managers, and Cody called me and said, "Hey, man." you want to do this write us a proposal and we did and we're rolling with it hardcore you know cody's one of my good friends he's actually up in uh montana hunting with meat eater if you know who. Meat yeah eater yeah is. steve vernelli yeah yeah they're up there shooting ducks and catching trout in the snow looks cold as shit i don't know i don't <laughs> but, but super cool guys man awesome music and just man that's how that happened and that's, that's awesome stuff. man all my stuff luke is either through guide clients or just friends that i've you know known some kind of connections yeah, and, you know man. I, I added some from for, from doing good last year you know i did you know like the ballistic deal man they took a chance with me as as a small company and they're my title deal on my on my boat and and ran with it and man we have We've, we've had a good year. I mean, I had a bad year, but at the same time, I mean, I topped 10 to every division I could. I topped 10 no to the, the Bassmaster Classic, and I, you know, won in the lead, obviously. So I've had a bad year, but a good year. And, man, that company, Ballistic, is just pumping out a quality boat right now that, that everybody wants, man. It's one of those supply and demand. There's not a lot of them, and they build high-quality awesome you know fast good looking boat and man they're, they're rocking right now in fruitland idaho it's uh man I, I love to hear you say that that it it it's very important and i don't know how much you listen to the podcast but you know i talk about how the industry is shrinking i feel like you know it's getting more corporate and it's so refreshing to talk to a guy that has very different sponsors because of relationships because it's, relationships are all we got at the end of the day <laughs> And it's so cool that, you know, I I was already a fan of, you know, I'm a Texas red dirt, you know, whatever you want to call it, nut, you know, for years and years and years and years. And now that music's becoming more cool, right? I feel like your common country fans are now kind of going that direction. They like that because Nashville country is just garbage, (laughs) you know, at, at times. I've been saying that for the last 10 years, though. <laughs> no, yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. But now they're getting on the bandwagon, and, and thanks to shows like Yellowstone, which is yeah. helping Whiskey Myers, you know, I, I can imagine uh, tenfold. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't hurt. <laughs> Ryan Bingham's in it, too. No you know, doubt, baby. Showcasing some of that uh, red dirt country for everybody that doesn't know about it, you know? Dude, let me ask you this. You say your boy, Ryan Bingham. Do you know Ryan Bingham? Lee I know him, but, but not like as good okay. as uh, okay. good as Cody. You know, Co- me and Cody or me and Ryan don't go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt, show. dude. I'm I'm a, I had a friend that played guitar for Ryan Bingham back in the day, and uh, I, I Ryan's Ryan's in my top five like ever all time. Always will be one of my favorite songwriters. Man, I love I love Bingham. Uh, yeah. So I was like, I was just fixing to just just say, hey Lee, uh, well you know make that happen for the podcast, bro. I mean, t- <laughs> we, we, we can probably, we can probably get Bingham on. I know we can get Cody. Well, I, I would love to talk to talk anyway. to the Whiskey Meyer boys for sure. But let me ask yeah. you this: I know Frogman is like your song. What is that? I, I mean, obviously you went on a frog. They're blaring that song. But do you have a Whiskey Meyer? Is that your favorite Whiskey Meyer song, or what's your uh, what's your favorite song if you had to pick one? Out of all their great songs. Oh, man, that's hard. No, that's tough. It's tough. I'm not going to pick Frog, man. I'm not even counting that. Yeah. You know, that's their... um, Oh, my gosh. Man, I like... uh, Oh, man, that's like the hardest question I've been (laughs) asked. I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to roll Houston County Sky or Trailer We Call Home. Yeah. Or, oh, my. Dude, I'm going to have to go with uh, not bury my bones, not going to do that. Yeah, you can't go. Yeah, yeah, you can't go there. Oh, man, Fireflies and Rain is a good uh, that's one. That's a good one. Man, uh, man, if I'm in my truck right now, <laughs> I love this. I love this because when people put me on the spot about music, I will tell you, be like, favorite Ryan Bingham song, I'll tell you 30. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't, you just can't pick one song. I mean, it's so hard to do, man. And I'm going to go with Mud. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
are hardcore. Those guys like yeah. they like mud. Like when they're like, "What what are you gonna be on your walkout?" I was like, "Frogman." They're like, "You need to do mud." And I was like, "What? It's my song. I'm gonna do what I want." So even all the Whiskey Myers guys really like mud too. I'm, I'm okay. Hardcore. I, I love that song, man. And and as bad as I hate to say it. Just because it makes me feel like a uh, uh, a hipster, I guess, to say this, but that damn uh, Stone man is hard to beat, and I hate to be that dude because it's their yeah. most popular song. That I feel like it's one of the most well written songs, man. It's just so freaking great. It's so great. Yeah, that, and I'm not even counting Stone because it's on Yellowstone. I feel like I'd be cheating. Yeah, yeah, that is cheating. That's cheating, and and I feel like a I feel like I'm copping out by even saying that. But uh, man, hats off, hats off to those guys, man, and and and. Whiskey Myers, thank you for getting in professional bass fishing. Holy hell, that dude! Hey, all uh, all you other bands out there, pay attention. Pay attention sure. to what this man Lee Livesey is putting the Whiskey Myers name across. Do you get asked about that, like gas stations? And I mean, I, I figure you got to get asked about it. They say, "What kind of boat is that? What are those things on the back of your boat?" <laughs> and either. What is Whiskey Myers or Oh My God, Whiskey Myers? Yeah, okay. Hell and yeah. The next question is, do you get free McLove Ultra? <laughs> <laughs> That's the oh, man. Dude, I, man, th- th- this is uh, that. That's awesome, dude. I, I'm very, I'm proud for you, man. I, I like, uh, I like the good guys to win, and I like the the good stories. And so, I, I'm not going to keep you too much longer, dude, because I know you got practice tomorrow, and you you're getting your boat lined out and getting your tackle right. But let let me ask you this, just so the 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 low lifers, as we call them on Low Budget Live, know how many days a year would you say? you normally guide pre-elite series on Lake Fork? I was guiding about 310 days a year. Damn. Damn. Okay. Too, too much. Too, that, that's that's a uh, – for a lot of y'all listening, you're probably like, man, that, that that's the dream job. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> and it is. It is some days. <laughs> no, I really enjoy all my clients. Had a blast. Have a great group of clientele that I fish with and, and wish I could still fish as much as I did, but – but I can't, but man, yeah, I was grinding back in the day. I mean, I lived in a little junkie trailer on the lake, just grinding daylight to dark every day. I wasn't a, I wasn't a, Hey, you got eight hours and we're leaving at three kind of guy. I would, I would fish until dark. And if we didn't catch my fish after dark and then I might do a night trip and then I'd be up at five <laughs> the next for my next guys coming from wherever and, and did the same thing for all of them, man. And that's how I, how I built my name was working hard and, and that's how I, I learned to fish, you know, all mm-hmm. tough, good, bad, ugly, big, small. That's that's where I learned it, you know. I, I'm a grinder, you know. I'm not just a talented, you know, whoever you want to say, guy that has the natural stuff. But everything I work for, you know, top to bottom, you know, it's never pretty with me. I might catch one first cast, last cast, break a rod, you know, get stuck on a stump, you know, anything. <laughs> I'm all above and and that's that's what uh what I did guiding too, you know. That's that's awesome, man. That is uh that is such a cool story, dude. I'm glad. And, and of course, you, you busted onto the scene, you know, last year. You got you, you got to be dramatic, fish on the dock. <laughs> He's throwing over a damn dock. I'm like, dude, this guy right here? Because I'll be honest, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know Lee Livesey before that, uh, other than seeing you, you know, in the opens and coming up. But I'm like, and you, you came out kicking and screaming at, at freaking the St. John's River last year. That was the best clip of the year. Bassmaster played it over and over and over. And I'm like, all right. And every time they put a camera on you, I'm like, this cat right here, I need to drink a Mick Ultra with. And after talking to you on Low Budget Live, we're going to do the damn thing. <laughs> we got we got to do it, brother. No doubt about it, man. I got some uh... – yeah, yeah, I got some beer to drink. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, well, dude, I want to wish you the best of luck, and uh, y'all make sure you're following Lee Livesey on Instagram. He does a killer job on social media. He he's posting all the time, everything he's got going on. He does a great job for his sponsors, and uh, and for the just for the sport, man. He's he's a, a great great guy out there representing everything. And uh, dude, let's do this again this time next week when you get another one of them blue trophies. All right. That'll be nice. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, I appreciate you, Lee, and I will talk to you very soon, man. All right, Luke. Thanks. Thank you. Lee Livesey. Heck yeah, man. I am am all about that life right there. 
that dude is, uh, he's the real deal, man. He's just, just, just a freaking normal dude living his dream and such a cool story about the sponsors and all that. I hope y'all enjoyed that. I've been, I've been dying to have him on all year and it just worked out. He was on my list in January. I made a list of all the guests I wanted to have and Lee was on it back then. But just, you know, with things going on, whatever's topical, you know, I, I always kind of try to base my guests off that. And then, uh, you know, he wins. So cool. So cool. So thanks to Lee for coming on. Thanks to you guys for listening. Got a big announcement next week we're going to make right here on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. Always hug your mama and your daddy. Uh, make sure to uh, love on the folks around you, man, because you never know. You never know. This this ride can be short. Thank you all so much for everything you've given me. Make sure you're subscribed to this here YouTube channel. I'm going to take you out with a little song I wrote called Biloxi Blues. And I will see y'all next time. I never could make it last. Spanish moss and Civil War ghosts. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens at rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Join Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.